Teachers will tell you it's demanding work. I just, I was running myself ragged. I went from someone who was happy to someone who was overwhelmed. I got so burnt out. Over the last two years, more than 600,000 educators have called it quits. I quit teaching because I was overextended. Physical assault, ridicule by, by admin in, in certain areas. It's things that I think no, no professional should have to endure. And outside pressures made teaching even tougher. The politics are getting into it, and it's just kind of really, a really negative place. Tough jobs with little room for financial growth. I think teacher pay is an issue across the nation. We are told, you don't, you're doing this for the kids. Like, what about the kids? And at some point, it's like, well, what about my family? Hi, welcome to the podcast radio show for teachers by a teacher. I'm your host, Brian, and I welcome you to the program. I'm going to read a blog post from the cool cat teacher herself, Miss Vicki Davis. She was kind enough to do an interview for us a while back, so I want to read this post. I feel like it's relevant today. When do I quit teaching? An important question teachers must answer by Vicki Davis from coolcatteacher.com. Each year I seek clarity for my teaching career. There are no easy answers here. Know this. The question is serious. Should I teach another year? As I ponder my own path, let me take you on a journey of thoughts. The Indonesian pop star Irma Buell died at age 29 of a cobra bite she got while performing. She performed with pythons. In April 2016, the conference organizers provided a cobra. She thought it was defanged. It wasn't. After a full performance with it draped around her neck, she put it back in the bag. As she performed, it slipped out of the bag. She stepped on its tail. It bit her. Not thinking she was in any danger, she kept performing. 45 minutes after she received the bite, she stepped off stage and died. I'm not sure why the snake handlers who knew the Slytherin performer was full of venom and fangs didn't stop the show. Surely they knew what was happening. As teachers, we deal with difficult people. Sometimes we even deal with people dangerous to our health. There are several times sharp fang people have wounded me. Once, I wasn't sure I could recover as a teacher. The venom of a hateful person poisoned me so much. Thankfully, my family recognized the signs of my injury. They helped me heal and prepare to teach again. Sometimes teachers are too wounded to perform. We help so many. But sometimes we're the one who needs the help. Those who love us or work with us should help us get help before we kill our career, or even worse, do permanent harm to our bodies or those precious children we teach. If you know someone who's been wounded by a situation, seriously consider what you can do to help. Don't ignore it. Time definitely does not heal all wounds injured in the game. I'll never forget that sight that had the whole sidelines gasping and gagging. The young man's thumb dangled to his wrist. With three minutes left in the state semifinals, he begged to be taped up. He wanted to go back in. Give me a shot and tape it. I can play, howled the quarterback. Hitting, look at his slick white bones sticking out of his gaping wound. Or the blood. Or his pale face. He was in shock. He wasn't thinking. The doctor said, if you play, you will do permanent damage to your hand. You cannot go in. Your high school career is over. He cried. He begged. The doctor stood firm. With these injuries, he could not play. Sometimes things can happen to us and we break. We cannot function. A death of a child or spouse or parent, a divorce, a hardship, a terrible loss, a traumatic accident. 
Like the broken hand, things can damage us and our ability to teach. We can become unable to do the job for now or indefinitely. As a teacher, we have to be sound in mind and able to hold our patience. We have to have healthy minds because our minds are attached to our hands. If we're angry at the world, we cannot let ourselves inject our anger at our circumstances into an innocent child's world. It's not a child's fault. We all need colleagues we trust. We need truth tellers. When we're injured by life, someone who loves us should tell us we are not at our best right now. Places that understand the value of a sabbatical bless our profession so much. Sometimes teachers have burnout. Sometimes a sabbatical can salvage a career. Burnout or breakdown happens to many teachers who have a long and storied history of greatness. Sometimes principals and administrators have to play the role of the doctor in this example. If you can offer a sabbatical, consider it. A great teacher is hard to find. If you can help a teacher refine their own greatness, you're doing the person and your school a big favor. Sometimes great teachers don't need to get out. They just need a break so they can rejoin the ranks. He retired too late. The glory days were glorious, but they were a decade ago. People shake their heads. He used to be great. He isn't anymore. I pray that I retire from working with kids when I can no longer give them my patience, love, and belief. Children are children. They are difficult, hard to handle. They need patience. Sometimes I'm so tired I put my head down on my desk after the students leave. The things that make me examine my thinking and work as a teacher. The moment I'm starting every class period at the end of my rope, I need help. When I can't reach up and touch bottom, I need help. When I say things in the teacher's lounge, starting with the words, Kids today are so... And I finish the sentence with some stereotype or blanket statement that is unworthy and untrue. I need to either adjust my attitude or remove myself from teaching. When I refuse to believe in a student because some kid 15 years ago that I poured my heart into let me down. When I start recycling yesterday's faces without giving the kids today in front of me a chance, it's time to go. Retiring from teaching is not bad when it's time to retire. Considering quitting. Teachers are wonderful, and I appreciate every single one of you. Please listen. Sometimes we should stop dancing and get the antidote for our injury. Sometimes we should come out of the game and have our wounds tended. And sometimes we should retire from the sport we love because we can no longer play the game. Your break from teaching might not be permanent. You might need to retire, or you might need to coach others in the profession you love. Four things to remember as we consider whether we should teach. Number one, we all get broken sometimes. We all have hard things happen that make us unable to dance. While I need a job, a suffering child is too high a price to pay for me to draw a salary. Number two, some teachers have had a great run. Time has run out because they no longer love the kids. The kindness is gone. The spark of genius and love that ignited their greatness is extinguished. A different phase of life beckons, or they are broken and need healing. Number three, seasons are a part of life. You can't stop them. We must learn to enjoy each of the seasons for their beauty. The tragedy of life is that we can make more money, but we can never make more time. And number four, there are no easy answers. Nothing easy to say. No formula exists saying this plus that equals retire or that plus this equals a return to teaching. I can tell you this, teaching is a serious business. Lives are at stake. Futures. Generations. I know you love it too. I do too. But I pray that when I either become broken or have a new calling, 
that I will have the guts to move on. The lies we must not tell ourselves. Some will hate these words. They think no one should ever retire. We should act like everyone stays a great teacher forever. We should pretend that some wounds aren't game ending and that snake bites never happen. And we would be lying. I love you too much to feed you lies. Lies can poison a profession. And to think that everyone is physically and emotionally capable of teaching for 50 or 60 years, that is enough of a lie to make Pinocchio's nose grow by 10 feet. Some of the worst teachers I've ever seen were once the best. Some great teachers let bitterness, anger, and dissatisfaction take root. Then, the used-to-be-a-blessing teacher becomes a curse. These formerly amazing professionals hurt kids because they didn't deal with their own hurt. Don't get out of teaching because it's hard. It will always be hard. Don't get out of teaching because you're tired. It is a tiring job for all of us. In this time and season, may you decide whether you need a sabbatical to retire or if you're healthy enough to keep on teaching those precious children. And finally, teacher, you are needed. Your profession needs you, teachers. It needs you to be healthy. It needs you to be of sound mind. The kids need you to love them. And when you aren't those things, it needs you to take a break so you don't take a break. Or even worse, so you don't break them. It is the nature of the human condition that things happen to us, that wound us deeply. Like a car in a wreck, sometimes we need repair. Kids are too important. You are too. So is this question, to teach or not to teach? Do not suffer the slings and arrows of our outrageous profession without considering the heartache and a thousand natural shocks our career is hair to. You've been listening to the blog post, When Is It Time to Quit Teaching? A Hard Question We All Must Consider by Vicki Davis from CoolCatTeacher.com. As Vicki said, it's good to walk away from something when you can no longer give it your patience, love, and belief. When there's times that you have to let go of something and move on to other opportunities, I hope you have the strength and the decisiveness to let go and open other doors. And this is Brian saying thank you for listening. Take care, y'all.